G'day, Pork Chops. Welcome back to Beyond the Likes. You're with your friendly host, Amy Gerard. I'm very friendly. You're all my friends. I love you all. Thanks for being here. Today, we have on a very exciting guest. I've been trying to lock her down for so long, but she's a very busy woman. Her name is Rachel Baker. She is the founder, CEO, creator, um, mastermind behind the pear vibrator that I talk about all the time. It has changed the game for me. Um, I I am a little bit in love with it. I'm, we're in a de facto relationship. Her company is called... I think it's called Libido, but her handle on Instagram is MyLBDO. And she is just paving the way forward for women in the sexual wellness and, you know, health space. I just, you know, when you think of like sex toys, I think of like really kinky sex shops that can be quite intimidating. And I think, and you know, they're, they're really big and bulbous and they've got ribs on them and they've got Playboy bunny stickers on them and they can just be a little bit tacky. Well, Rachel's products are the absolute polar opposite of that. They are very um, feminine. They're very sleek. They're they're almost a little bit arty, if, if that's a word that you could use to describe a sex toy. They're very soft. The pear is very soft. It is actually not called the pear. I've just nicknamed it the pear because that's kind of the shape that it's in. It's called a sensual vibe essential vibe and it it's not a sensual vibe i mean it could be but it's an essential vibe anyway it is a vibe it is a vibe whether you use it on your own or whether you use it with your partner i guarantee you you will not be able to stop yourself from climaxing it you just can't if you commit with the pair, you're going to go places. You're going to sail away to Climax Island. You are in pleasure heaven, population you. I love her. I love her product. I love her brand. I love what she's all about. She has, like, I've never met her. And yet I am her number one advocate. I scream her name. Well, not her name. I scream the pair's name from rooftops just because I think it's so... It just does such a good job at getting you feeling really, really damn good about yourself. And I want everyone to feel that way. And I have wanted to get her on just to kind of get a little bit of backstory, how it came about and how the shape came about. So yeah, we're going to get Rachel on and we're going to have a little chat and see what she has to say. Hello, Rachel. How are you? Hey, Amy. I'm good. How are you today? Listen, I am um, pretty good. I am going to Brisbane tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. Are you um, down in Melbourne? I'm down in Melbourne. It's very cold here. Yeah, Yeah, I heard. kind of wish I could escape to Brisbane, get some sunshine. Um, You should come to Brisbane with us. Late November. I don't know how it's still cold in Melbourne. I'm like, why do I still live here? (laughs) Global warming. I don't know what's happening really. Definitely. Well, yeah, hopefully the sun starts shining soon. I have been wanting to obviously get you on. I've given the people a little bit of a background. You are the founder of uh, My LBDO and the creator of The Pair, the absolute weapon that I uh, love to talk about sporadically, even in uh, seminars for women in real estate, you name it. I love to drop The Pair in at any opportunity. I am potentially your number one fan, oh, uh, but 
asked. Yes, I I have wanted to get you on because I think it is, you know, I think that there is a big stigma around women's sexual health and well-being and there's I think 50% of women have jumped on the train of normalizing things like this, normalizing sexual pleasure and looking after yourself and your needs and looking after your libido and all of that stuff. And then there's another 50% who are still a little bit not as progressive and a little bit, I don't know, they feel a bit embarrassed about the topic. So I'd love to get your thoughts on that. But firstly, because I've jumped the gun here, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course. Yeah. So I'm Rachel. I'm 29. As you know, I live in Melbourne and my background Mm -hmm. is in PR and marketing. So my previous role, I was working at L'Oreal and it wasn't until COVID hit a few years ago where it forced me to really just slow down and kind of reevaluate where I wanted to go in my career. And I really loved my time at L'Oreal, but I guess I just never saw myself there long-term. I had studied business and psychology at uni, and I've always been really invested in my health and my well-being. So I've always looked at it in a really, really holistic way. So it's not just about your mental health and your physical health or your emotional health and your relational health, but it also incorporates your sexual health as well. And so... Yeah, it wasn't until that time where I was forced to slow down that I really looked at my whole life and I was like, I want to combine my passion for health and well-being and my passion for business and launch libido. So I took that daunting step and here we are today. That's so cool. That's like, that's a absolute hats off to you. I know firsthand from like watching my best friend launch a business, how daunting it can be because, you know, sometimes it is a really slow burn and are they going to like my products? And you invest so much of your blood, sweat and tears and money into it with no certain outcome. So hats off to you. It is, is it going gangbusters? Yeah, no, it's going so well. And as you say, it's such a daunting experience and can, and can actually be a really isolating experience at the beginning it's like you're doing this on your own you're I mean personally I was used to a really big team at L'Oreal and then all of a sudden I've gone out on my own I'm doing I'm going into a taboo space as well something that people are really embarrassed to talk about like there's another kind of daunting and fear around how it's actually going to relate and resonate with people and as you said there is so much shame associated with the category and we're starting Mm. to see that shift so there are people like you and me who are really comfortable talking about it. But I think we also need to recognize that there are so many people who are still just yeah. at the beginning of their journey around talking about pleasure and having those conversations and potentially just buying their first vibrator. And so I think it's really about having these open discussions and, and doing it in a really inviting and, and safe way. And yeah. yeah, and giving some love to the pair, which you have so incredibly well. You've done that so incredibly well. And I'm, I'm so grateful for all your love for libido and the pair. And yeah. Well, I think it's, it's so funny because for full transparency, I have not ever really owned a lot of sex toys. I've always been very comfortable with my sexuality, very open, very adventurous. Um, we won't tell too many stories there, but like I've always been an open book about things and I, I don't really shy away from trying and testing new things, but I I do, I will tell you a funny story. When I was about 18, I had a next door neighbor who was very open sexually. And she was, she was one of my closest friends and she had this long-term boyfriend and she used to show me all these new sex toys that she would buy. And, and I remember she bought home this like 
I don't want to say it looked like the pear, but it was kind of like round and it was it was something that vibrated, but it also went in your bum. Okay, yeah. So it was kind of like a it was like a butt plug that doubled as something else. Anyway, she was telling me this story about how she'd like whipped it out and they were having a good time with it and he had put it in her bottom and they were having a great time and they had a kid at the time. And then apparently one of the children got up out of bed and like walked in the room and her husband whipped it out of her butt so quickly that she shot a missile poo <laughs> out directly and it, let, it hit the wall behind her. And I was, I, I died. I, I will never I will never forget that story. I don't think the child will forget that story. <laughs> I'm hoping it does because I think it was only three. I think the little one, the little one was only three. But I, I still crack up when I tell that story. But when I got your PR, I don't actually think it came from you. It came from the memo. Yeah, I had at the time I launched the memo, which is an incredible retailer for baby items and yeah we'd launched into there and they were doing a PR pack for us and I didn't know that they had actually sent it to you but then all of a sudden I get a notification on Instagram Amy Gerard has shared something on on your page and yeah yeah I think that was your first experience of the pair so how was it for you listen I I um I like again my tagline is that I am an open book and um I don't know if I would do it now but back when I received the package I saw it and I was like what on earth is this I had no idea and the boxing is very like discreet and it looks very chic and I was a little bit dumbfounded what it was when I first got it and I was like wait wait what is this and then I was like oh I think it's you know a, like something for pleasure and down there and all of that jazz. And I remember the very first time I used it, I uh, I grammed about it straight away, almost after Ryan and I had had a date night and we'd gone, we'd had a beautiful seafood platter, lots of oysters, uh, a bottle of champagne. Then we went on to rosé um, and then we went down to the bedroom and we were having a bit of fun and I said, oh, I've got this thing. And he was like, what is it? And I was like, I'm not sure. And we had obviously been charging it and we turned it on and we had a bit of a play with it. Like we've got a really healthy sex life and, you know, I can reach climax most times unless it's a 60-second quickie in the bathroom. But this your little pair, I don't even nickname, I don't even know why I've nicknamed it the pair, but it's kind of stuck. It took me to a a whole nother level of uh, pleasure and that was when I, like, sweaty and perhaps a little bit intoxicated, drunk posted a photo of me holding it up to my chin, may or may not have even been washed at this stage, uh, talking about how I had sailed away to Climax Island four times in a row. And and then I just went to bed and I woke up the next morning to my girlfriend, who's now my manager, being like, what the fuck have you put on your Instagram? And I looked up and I, um, listen, it was great. It was an organic share and I had so many messages. You know what, though? I take my hat off to you for having the courage to do that because as we've spoken about, it's like the whole space has been centered around shame and secrecy. And it's because it's always been seen as something that's dirty or something that we shouldn't be doing and something that we're told is only for men to do. And that sex ends when a man ejaculates. But 
all of a sudden we're seeing people like you normalizing that conversation and saying, this is actually something that feels really good. It's a really natural and beautiful experience and something that can be done alone or with your partner. And there's no shame associated with that. And I think especially when I'm hearing you speaking about that with Ryan, it's like a lot of men often feel like they're not good enough or if they're doing an inadequate job. And so they just shut down the idea of incorporating sex toys into their sex life. And I think it's actually not about that. It's actually enhancing the experience for both of you and having a really pleasurable experience together and taking back some of that control of like, no, we actually, as women, deserve to feel really good. That's You're so right. And I, uh, for full transparency, Ryan was, I could tell, he didn't say anything, but I could tell just by his um, body language, I, I, I do think that he was a bit like, oh, like, why would we need to incorporate this in the bedroom? Because, you know, am I not enough for you? Am I blah, 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 blah. But he gets off on seeing me get off. And all it's done is get me off more. (laughs) And so it's like a win-win because unfortunately for men, you know, once they do ejaculate, it's kind of, it's over, right? So if I can get a few, if I can get back-to-back orgasms in the space, in the lead up to that happening, happy days. A hundred percent, exactly. And that's a beautiful experience for both of you. It's a beautiful experience. It is, it really is. And I tell you what, it is it, I mean, it's probably even better just using it on your own. It is, I, I, um, I will often, if I have a little pocket of free time, the kids are at school and I've done all my life admin and my work and I will um, take myself into the bedroom and I'll just, you know, I'll get down with my bad self. And what it does to my stress levels, what it does to... I don't know, it just makes all of the things inside feel warm and fuzzy and mm-hmm. it is a very nice feeling. And I I say I've got a few girlfriends. I would say, again, half of my girlfriends are very divided on this topic. A lot of my girlfriends do already self-pleasure and they're all about masturbation and sex toys and all of that jazz. And then there's another half who they feel uncomfortable. They feel uncomfortable. They... I don't know. They're shy. They're nervous about it. And that makes so much sense though because it's like we actually have been told that it's something that's secretive for so long, but it's actually, it's not. It's actually something that's really natural and it's a form of self-expression and there are so many incredible benefits to it. As you said, you feel really good, but that's actually a scientific benefit that it reduces your stress, stress levels. It can increase your mood. It releases serotonin and oxytocin. And those are feel-good hormones that can actually change your mood and reduce your stress levels. So if you're a mum and you're running around with three kids and, you know, your stress levels are peaking or you're going through something that's kind of traumatic or works really hectic and you just take that moment to, you know, have a bit of a self-pleasure routine and experience, you can really reduce your levels. And that's just one of the things of it. My manager, Lisa, I gave her a pair. Mm-hmm. I gave her one and I was like, use it. And she's like, I, I just can't. And I was like, use it. You will, you will not regret it. Just, just take, it, take it out of the box, take it out of the packaging and just give it a whirl. And she still hasn't. She's no, she hasn't. I'm working on it. I'm working on her. That is my goal. Uh, yeah, that's my goal too. I did get her to watch a little bit of porn and she was like, I don't know what to watch. And I was like, you just trickle through it, babe. Just find something that tickles your fancy or you might not even need porn. I just, you know. I think we've 
starting more from basics. Let's start with like education. Start by getting Lisa yeah. from some of our educational posts because a lot of shame comes from a lack of education and from not understanding. Yeah. And so if we say, you know, we can start by understanding your body more, your desires, the anatomy of your body, like, you know, the clitoris, the sole purpose of our clitoris is for pleasure. It's pleasure on your body yeah. to feel really good. That is something you can utilize to give you something that feels incredible. And so I think it's the pleasure button. Yeah, it's the pleasure button. <laughs> yeah, and the pair can really help with that. Is that how, like, I would love to know how you came up with that design. Like, is that, was it with the pleasure button in <laughs> mind? Like, <laughs> yeah, because think, that's essentially what it's for, right? Yeah, it is. It's an external vibrator. Um, I think where it actually came about was that I'd left L'Oreal. I wanted to take my learnings from the beauty and wellness category and really bring that into the sexual wellness category. I felt like the whole category needed a makeover. What we've typically yes. been used to is really intimidating, phallic-looking products, you know, what you might yes. typically associate with the category is something hot pink or bright purple, and it yes. looks like a really Black. large penis. And, yep. yeah, it's quite intimidating and confronting for some people. For me, it was anyway. And so I really wanted to take those learnings from L'Oreal and incorporate that into the products and create products that you'd be proud to leave out on your bedside table. So something that's yes. not hidden away at the bottom of your drawer, which is associated with shame and secrecy, but something that you'd be proud to put next to your fragrance or your skincare products. And so that kind of started the process of doing some research and speaking to people around me and my friends who were in my closest network and just being like, what do you want or what do you feel is missing from the category? And I, the more people I spoke to, it was like, everyone was saying the same thing, that they wanted products that were really beautiful and sculptural and something that was a form of art, but also worked and doesn't compromise on the actual functionality of the product. Task at hand. Yep. Exactly, the task at hand, which is delivering pleasure and making you feel really good. And so I, the more I like delved into the category, I realized how unregulated it was and that there's no one actually looking at the ingredients that you use in the product. So if you go to the supermarket and you see a lubricant on the supermarket shelf, a lot of those ingredients aren't natural or have ingredients that can cause you to have yeast infections. And so I basically wanted to take all those nasty ingredients and use products that were 100% natural, really clean ingredients that were made in Australia, really safe, and then also yeah. using the highest quality medical grade silicon for our vibrator. And so I guess what went into it was working with experts in Australia. So I pulled together a team of designers and industrial designers. We had our sexologist involved to help from an ergonomic perspective, making sure that it actually functions well, but the designers helped yeah. to make sure it looks really beautiful. And it basically just went through a lot of prototyping and a lot of research Testing. and sending it out to a lot of people for feedback and until yeah. we finally landed on the essential vibe, which is the pear. I would never normally refer to a sex toy as a beautiful product, but it is really beautiful. The only one I've ever owned was fluoro green and it was metal. <laughs> and I don't know, when I think of like, you take sex toys out of the picture, when I'm pleasuring myself, 
I'm just focusing externally anyway. Yeah. So I've never really been, I know, and I know each to their own, but I've never really been into sex toys like that go in. It's always about the little pleasure button at the top. So that's where I get my most enjoyment from. And the whole like the concaved bit on the inside and how you can use the tip and you can sit it on there in the cell. Oh my God, it's just <laughs> beautiful. And I guess it's, it's a really nondescript shape. So it's like you don't really know exactly what it is if your kids come home and they see it sitting on your bedside table you're like oh no it's a, it's a paperweight it's it's just listen yeah. my youngest child has picked it up before and uh, I found teeth marks in it I do, I do I do clean it after every use but I have found teeth marks in it because it is like silicon rubbery right so he's obviously thought it was a bloody uh Sophie the giraffe or something yeah and he's, he's biting into it he does sometimes he has picked it up and walked around the house with it uh but you're right because it is not you know an aggressive looking sex toy it's it's not it's not that big of a deal like if my mum I remember when my mum found my bright lime green one and she was like oh Amy and she was just like uncomfortable about it whereas I could potentially leave it out on the bench now and she wouldn't even think twice like she wouldn't even know what it is yeah and what about like growing up for you did your mum speak about sex and pleasure with you was that no no not at all like we spoke about sex um she obviously encouraged me to go on the pill or be, you know, like the sex talk when I was being, uh, when I became sexually active with my boyfriend. But no, I never, ever, ever had the, we never spoke about self-pleasure or masturbation or anything like that. And it's funny because obviously my mum my is on um, social media and she has seen posts about the pair and she's, and she actually said to me, this is a couple of months ago, she was like, oh, like, would I like the pair? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you would, mum. I will get you one. I will get you the pair. I think even, I think their generation is even more, you know, backwards when it comes to women's sexual yeah. health. Like it, it was almost taboo back then. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I think our generation, it is becoming more progressive in the right direction, but theirs is almost like it's almost like a lost cause, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hope, for, like I would love to get my mum the pair. Oh, um, give her the pair. You like me now with dinners, like with all my family. We just speak yes. about sexual wellness. It's completely yeah. normal. I actually grew up in a household that was really open about sex, and my mum actually never shied away from the topic. So she was a family and couples therapist, and so. She was actually the one that kind of planted the seed with me and would always speak to us about like our periods or just about sex and, you know, just have really like frank and honest conversations with us in a non-judgmental way. And so I think I actually lost her to cancer a few years ago. And so that was actually a big reason of starting this business was because I felt like I had lost that safe space to go and ask her questions about anything that's seemingly taboo. And so I wanted to create that nurturing and safe space for other people to come and ask those questions and so I find now like when I speak to whether it's my mum's parents or even my husband my mother-in-law like she's just like give me the pair give me the vibe she wants to try and everyone's really open to speaking about it yeah I think it's really important and it's definitely conversations that I will be having with Charlie I've always wanted 
the relationship that I have with my daughter to be, obviously I will be her guiding light to a certain point and then I want our relationship to turn more into a friendship. So I want to always be that safe space for her and I want her to feel like she can come and talk to me about anything and everything. And, yeah, I do. I think it's really important. So how long has my LBD – do you you say my libido? It's actually just called libido. But our Instagram oh, handle is my LBDO. But um, yeah, that's, just, that's can be, your you can own call LBDO or my LBDO or libido. But yeah, for for short, we just call it libido. Libido. Okay. Well, how long has that been up and running for? Was this something that was born during COVID? Yeah. So in the middle of Melbourne's fourth lockdown, I launched it. So it's been a year and a half now. And yeah, it's been such an exciting journey already. Basically, we've already launched into Adore Beauty and into Selfridges um, in the UK, which is so exciting. I guess Selfridges is something that you'd typically associate that kind of department store as being really conservative. But I think that speaks volume to the category as a whole and where we're at and that we're starting to see that shift in breaking down those stigmas and those taboos. Um, Yeah, but I guess what... I'm really like passionate about in this space is just reminding people that sex and pleasure is something that is so beneficial beneficial to you as a person because you know it helps you take back some of that control that we as women have had taken away from us and told that you know it's not important to us that our pleasure always comes secondary to men and you know there's benefits let's say if you're going to have that conversation with Charlie one day it's like empowering her to speak for herself and take back that control and feel empowered to make decisions and understand yourself more and your desires and being able to communicate that more with a partner. I think only good things can come out of that. Yeah. And I think it's so important to like know your body inside and out and like do some exploring and work out what it is that you like in, you know, whatever parts of, you know, of your body, what's sensitive, what responds well to this. And not just so, you know, if you're a single lady, I think it's incredible to be able to, you know, get yourself off and stuff like that. But also if you are in a relationship, it's, it's so helpful for your partner to then know how to pleasure you, how to, you know, get the most out of a sexual relationship and all of that jazz. So everyone's kind of winning. So I think it is, I think you're doing a fantastic job in this space. And I do, I think your brand, everything that you've, the way you've marketed it, it's not tacky at all. It's very kind of, I don't want to say chic, but it is. It's really chic. It's a really beautiful brand from the packaging to your Instagram to your marketing. And you're right. It's not like the big hot pink Mm. Playboy bunny kind of vibe, which is why, again, Selfridges has probably taken you on board. It's it's a really fantastic brand in that it, it fits seamlessly into, well, it should, into a woman's everyday life. And it's something that should be of, you know, utmost importance. It shouldn't be hidden away. It should be absolutely on the shelves because we should, as women, be prioritizing that. Exactly. We all just yeah. feel really good. And so these, I'm just trying to provide the tools to help you feel good, but it's actually a wider brand experience that's also really pleasurable. So we have products that isn't just sex toys. We've also got products that are like bath salts and massage candles. And massage. Not just about having sex or just trying to have an orgasm it's actually about creating a routine around your pleasure and just trying to slow down and maybe run yourself a bath and use the bath salts and then get more in touch with yourself with a candle and 
yeah, all of those things that create more of a holistic experience and actually make yeah. the whole category and, and experience really pleasurable as opposed to just being like, you know, it's just about sex or it's just about having an orgasm and it's not about that. Of course. Yeah. Have you had any, you know, really fantastic feedback from women? Like has it helped with their libido? Has Have you got re- really great feedback? Yeah, that, is, that has to be like hands down the most rewarding part of this business. Every single day I am having people and women tell me how much it's changing their sex lives and how beneficial it's been for them. I've had countless mums come to me and say, you know, I am so stressed. I'm touched out. I'm not having as much sex as I would like to be. And I just can't get back into the rhythm and after having kids and all of that. And I personally don't have kids, but I am surrounded by a lot of best friends and family members who have kids who say the same things, but it's literally changing their whole experience and getting them more back in touch with themselves and with their desires as well. Um, I actually had a few people come to me saying that it helped with blocked milk ducts. Um, I don't have much experience oh, wow. because I haven't had kids, but I've had people say like I had a blocked milk duct and I used the pear on my nipples because they recommend using something that oh. vibrates and it really helped them. Do, like, that makes sense. Yeah. I know. So that actually makes sense. Yeah, because it's a blocked milk duck is kind of like a compound of like, you know, blocked milk. Exactly. Yeah. And so you, you usually try and get like hot water running on it and try and squeeze it out. But like the vibrations from the pear would absolutely kind of break it all down. A hundred percent. And so these are like benefits that I didn't even know about. Or like I didn't even what? know these, that it could do that. And I had a really sweet experience the other day where a customer messaged me with some amazing feedback saying, you know, how much it's helped them. And it was really lovely. And I I wrote back personally being like, thank you so much for taking the time. And I've got my phone number on my email signature. And she actually just called me and we ended up chatting on the phone, (laughs) not in a creepy way. She was just like, Hey, I just wanted to let you know that I love what you're doing in the space. It's, you know, it's so necessary. And it's been too long since anyone has kind of taken a whole look at the category and really shaken things up and done it in a really inviting way. And so it's, it is those moments that I'm like, wow, this is something that's much bigger than me and something that's really benefiting society and and us as women. Yeah, and that must be the most rewarding part, hearing feedback like that, you know, from your customers. That's that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, even hearing like your feedback, it's it's really touching. So thank you. Well, listen, I'm your number one fan. (laughs) Whenever I do a QA, and a it is, honest to God, one of my most commonly asked questions. Tell me more about the pair. Where do I get the pair? And I'm like, guys, start like screenshotting my stories because how many times can I share it? I'm going to, I may as well buy shares in the company. (laughs) I even had a, a guy write in and be like, oh, not a question, but I bought my wife the pair and you've changed the game for us. And yeah, so I feel like you can, it's marketable for men to like gift to their wives or their partners or to, you know, and I think that's like an extending an olive branch as well, because, you know, you probably do find that some women might not want to offend their partners or might not want to, you know, bring up the topic because, it might make with their husband or partner feel inadequate. So it, it's really great to see that some guys are jumping on it and, you know, proactively buying one themselves. I think it's amazing. A lot of our customers are women, but then we do have so many men that are buying it as gifts. And I think that's yeah. just such an incredible way to say like, hey, I'm actually invested in our pleasure together. It's not just about me. It's about making you feel really good as well and something that you also deserve. And that just, I think, changes the whole 
experience of what we're used to. Have you got um, like a goal? Are there any future plans for you guys? Are you going to bring out more products or is there a specific store that you would love to be, you know, seen in? For sure. I think genuinely, I just feel like it's the beginning. I have so much passion. I feel like I'm just getting started. The category is like, it's just, it feels like such a good time for it. It feels like we're in the midst of this sexual wellness revolution almost but yes yes it's still like there's so much work to be done so I guess what's next is definitely more products um you know looking to extend the range of sex toys and and all our products and then also going overseas so want to launch properly into the U.S. market um Mecca in Australia would be a dream or you know Sephora overseas like those are the kinds of high-end um retailers that I'd love to be associated with and just really investing more in the sex education. To me, it always comes down to that. When I think of my why and my mission, it's it's about that holistic experience and actually providing people with the right thorough and inclusive sex education. So that that's like the first step. You want to, it's kind of like saying it's okay. It's okay. And this is going to be great for you. Yeah, it is. You are going to go some really great places. I think it's going to take off and I think it's I can see you in America very soon and I can see it. Yeah, because I I think word of mouth again is the best form of marketing as well. I know just by sharing, you know, my experience with it and the amount of messages that I've received and I'm just one person on one platform, but I've received other messages from people being like, "Oh my gosh, like I think one lady's in competition with me. She reckons she's had five orgasms in a row. Um, and then there's just really beautiful messages. And I'm, I can only assume that if they're writing to me about it, they, you know, they're probably talking to their friends about it, yeah. and, you know, and it's just like a flow on effect. So definitely, I think um, you're destined for great things oh, and I'm very so. excited for you. I hope so. You know, um, people keep saying to me they had the best orgasm of their life. I'm like, whoa, holy shit. Like, let me just take that in for a second. Like that is such a big call. And Uh, can I reiterate, I can absolutely agree with that. I reckon they give that little pair, that beautiful little product can give you the best orgasm of your life. I actually think it can give you incredible consecutive orgasms of your life. So, and this is my thing. I said to my girlfriends, never in my life have I had more than two in a row, right? (laughs) And I was like, okay, challenge accepted, Amy, to myself. And I remember I had a little um, steamy hot minute to myself and I was like, I'm going to, you know, put it to work and see where I can get. So I, I mean, I did have to rush off to school pickup, but I got four in a row oh. and that has never happened. I basically melted off the bed. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to drive to my school now. Where are my pants? <laughs> it is a fantastic time. I don't know how you got the settings that you did or the different speeds and the variations, but there's, there's something out there for everyone. Yeah, and it's just... It is a fantastic product. I wish that everyone in the world could have one. Oh, we got to start just handing them out. One for you, one for, yeah, one for you. <laughs> you get a pair, you get a pair. We should, yeah. we should do a giveaway though. Can we do a giveaway? We definitely do a giveaway. Firstly, I want to gift your mum a vibrator. I think that's step <laughs> one. Secondly, we need a Mustang to try the vibrator. And thirdly, we're going to make sure we get a giveaway going. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we will talk um, details around that, but I just, I wanted to say thank you. Firstly, for the pair. (laughs) Secondly, (laughs) 
Second, secondly, for the consecutive orgasms. <laughs> Thirdly, for everything that you are doing in this space, I think it is such a wonderful thing that you are doing for for us women and um and fourthly for coming on this podcast and you know sharing a little bit more insight into how libido came about and what it's all about and you know a little bit about yourself as well so thank you so much thank you and I want to say thank you as well to you for amplifying my voice and also just women's voice and having the courage to actually speak about sex in a really comfortable and natural way which is the exact way that it should be and yeah. helping me normalize that conversation. So, yeah, I really appreciate you and the opportunity and everything that you do. Oh, anytime. I, um, I will be singing your praises till the cows come home. Don't worry about that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I so appreciate it, really. It's been so nice chatting to you. Yeah, you too. Well, I will touch base with you later and we can organize a little giveaway for my followers. I know they will absolutely love that. We'll chat soon. See you, Rach. Bye. She is doing good things in a space that hasn't had a lot of good things being done in it. So if you don't already have a pair, please, please invest in yourself. Buy one. Get your partner to buy one. Buy one for your friend. I actually bought one for my girlfriend. We do Secret Center every year and I we do like $150 secret Santa thing where we spent, we only buy for one person. And I was like, well, that's a, that's a no brainer. She's getting the pair. And it actually went, then we kind of throw all the presents in the middle. So we don't buy for specific people. We just buy a present, $150. And then we throw it in. And the girl who actually picked up the pair was a lady girlfriend of mine who she probably errs more on the side of, you know, being a little bit reserved and a little bit cautious when it comes to self-pleasure and stuff. Anyway, she got it. And I got a message from her a couple of weeks after our Christmas party last year being like, wow. Safe to say, I think she has had a very good time. It could not have arrived in the hands of a better person, if I'm being really honest. And listen, it's just a great little thing to have in your bedside drawer next to your bed. Check out at my libido. Have a look at her other products. Her lube is also fantastic. I don't need it because the pair gets me wet enough. Oh, am I allowed to say that? I'm saying it anyway. But she's going to do a giveaway and I am going to get all of the details and we're going to give away and hopefully you guys are going to win a pair. I want you podcast listeners to win one because you are the MVP and we're mates and I like to look after my mates. So let me know if you listen to the podcast. But thank you so much for joining us. Next week I'm going to get on Lisa because I all know you miss her. Um, And we're just going to have a big vent about uh, our teenage years. I think you will enjoy it and I'll see you next week. Oh, well, you won't see me, but I'll chat to you next week. Bye for now.